the feel of her taunted and teased, and fed his hunger with flesh, so supple, so perfect, it defied reality. Her hair was so soft, it brushed his chest like feathers. She was warm, real, and tender. She was strength and passion and surrender all in one. The smell of her reminded him of fresh fallen rain, clean and promising. The sound of her was sighs so soft and moans even softer. A touch and a gasp and a pounding heartbeat later, and Sam was in heaven. And hell. He awoke that morning as he always did of late, his sheets soaked, his breath catching, his hands fisting in something that was no longer there. The night before had been a long one. Upon arriving at Central Park, where he knew Michael would be fighting off a score of bad guys, Sam had been struck with something odd. He'd sensed something in the air that he'd never felt before in waking life. It was a scent on the wind and a hint of a memory. It was like feeling silken locks of hair slip through his fingertips. It had shaken him. Not enough that he'd allowed it to be seen, and certainly not enough that he hadn't been able to do what he'd gone there to do. But it had entered his mind, and planted a seed of doubt. Once he'd taken care of business with the warrior archangel, he'd left the menial remaining tasks to his assistant Jason, and returned to Chicago. It hadn't been until very late that he'd taken to his bed, alone, with those seeds of doubt sprouting trees in his head. And then, as usual, he'd dreamed of her, of her, whoever she was. And once more she had slipped through his fingers, gone like the wind. He wanted to lash out in anger, in desperation, and shove himself back into sleep, He was exhausted in a way that no one knew, and in a way he could never let anyone see. He wanted to fall into a coma and surrender to oblivion, if only for the slightest hope of having her in his bed once more. Now Sam sat up in his vast plain of silk sheets and promises, shut his eyes tight against the real world, and everything about it that wasn't his dream— and fisted his hands in his ash-blonde hair. He was losing a part of himself in this routine every night. Every time the sun went down, another piece of himself would slip away. Or maybe, maybe it was something else. Samael opened his eyes and blinked, his shaking breath hitching as he realized it might be something else. It might not be that he was losing himself. Maybe it was that a part of him was already lost. It had been for a very long time, and he was on the verge of finding it at last. The redness behind Michael's lids grew redder and brighter, and as he tried desperately to swim his way up from the depths of the powerful sleep in which he was trapped, his skin began to prickle. 
The prickle became a stinging sensation, which quickly turned into a steadily worsening burn. He hissed and attempted to raise his arm over his eyes to block out the sun, but initially failed. His body was having trouble responding. Fleeting fears of paralyzation and fractured thoughts of mortal injuries skated through Michael's mind. He tried again, pushing with everything he had, and this time he just managed to raise his right arm before his face. The sun ceased searing into his brain, but the burning on his skin was becoming decidedly painful. He gritted his teeth and tried to roll over. Something pricked his bottom lip, and he tasted blood. What the hell, he thought. His body just did not want to do what he told it.